We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey! 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 <laughs> hey, episode 31. Three, one. I almost got lost there. Man, my mind's kind of going blank. My mind's my telling me no. His mind is but blank. My man. body, my body's telling me yes. <laughs> Baby, I don't want to hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, welcome to Unspoken Words, episode 31. 3 1. Shane Battier. Over here to my right, he's Shooter JC McGavin. <laughs> Your favorite Indian, JCB. Hi. Hi. Over here to my left, all the way from LG, Headman Dancer at the LG Celebration. <laughs> Randy B. Podgotti. What's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Yo. Yo, 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 yo. So, I'm going to turn it over to JC, and he's got something special brewing. Okay, so, <clears throat> I figured I, I wanted to try some uh, some warm-ups or icebreakers, or however you want to put it. So, I'm going to test you guys on your, you know, like I was saying, like, uh, I'm full of useful useless knowledge. <laughs> and gonna, useful, and useful. We're going to, we're going to. And useful, too. Uh, some of it's useful, okay. Like, Should I turn on light? Uh, yeah, for now. Anyway. <laughs> I was just squinting in the dark because that's how you ruin your eyes. Um. Anyway, so general trivia, nothing too hard. I'm not going to ask you to explain, you know, the first law of thermodynamics. But here's the. Can we get a warm up? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you get a <laughs> you get a you get a jump ball to see who gets control of the board. Pretty simple. I got. Uh, let's see. One, two. What do we do? We clap. Three, four. Five different categories. What? Okay. Okay. So we got, we got a winner. Pop, we got pop culture, history, Ooh. sports, e. science, Mm-mm. and Native American. Uh, but here's the thing: Native American for five hundred, please. You, you can, you can't, you can't. If you pick, I'm gonna mute you guys for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just go kidding. For it, go for no, it. no, no. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you pick a category, you can't pick that category until you've chosen a question from all the other ones first. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, you can't get all the sports ones. That's yeah. not, no. Okay. You pick a sports one, that's it. Until sports you Sports for a thousand. Sports for a thousand. Okay. So, first one to three. Okay. First one to three. And here's the jump ball to see who gets control of the board. First question. First one to, man, we need like a buzzer or something. I know. Um, just raise your hand. Okay, okay ready? Yep. First and, and first one to to, to <laughs> <laughs> no neck flaps. No neck flaps on this one. All right. Um, how many animals did Moses have on his ark? Moses didn't have an ark. You got to raise your hand. <laughs> no, you got it. You, you got it. All right. I'm trying to slip that by you. 
<laughs> Moses did. did not have an ark. Noah did. Yep, yes, exactly. Sir, he you, did. You can't fool the man of the cloth. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay, sir. Not do that, Mr. Oh. Andy. Oh. Bear don't walk, coach, <laughs> champion, head man, dancer, uh, hey. all around pod gaddy, aka former medicine man, best guesser of the 19. <laughs> 1989, Hike, High Point Man Arrow Throwing Tournament. <laughs> Down in Spear Sighting. What, what, what category do you want? Remember now, they've got pop culture, history. Sports, science, and Native American. I don't really have too many Native American questions, but... Native American for 100, please. You want the Native American question? Yes. All right. So, what was Maria Tallchief known for? She was an Osage. What was she known for? I think I remember her picture, but I don't know. Maria Tallchief. Women's rights. Native American women's rights. Uh, what is the first lady to be elected to Congress? She was a ballerina. What? Oh, yeah. Huh. That's cool. What year? Um, it's got to be early back when they wouldn't let Indians do anything, uh, which is why, okay. why she's such a... But she went on to, I oh. think, go overseas and like dance with the Russians and the... And old Perry and all that other good stuff. So mm. she was up there. So it is zero to zero. Mr. Hugs, not drugs. Um, Mr. I'll Hugs take sports for 500, Alex. Okay. What is the diameter of a basketball hoop in inches? Uh, 29 inches. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Diameter. 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 It's from dunk to dunk. Yeah. It is 30. No, no, no. Holy cow, you playing in a trash can? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's like the ocean whenever I shoot. It's going in. <laughs> uh, 24.5. Uh, it would be about 15, right? Well, you're closer. Fourteen and a half, fifteen. Nah. I, I was thinking about. I I've never known that. Really? Huh? I would didn't know it either. Was it to be? It's the eight. only reason what ball is twenty eight and a half. It's eighteen inches. Okay, eighteen oh. inches. Because that's the, what I was that's say. It was such, like a the circumference. Is, yeah. Of the basketball. It's twenty eight. Yeah, but they're supposed to be able to two balls can go in there at the same time. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's 18 side? inches across, huh? Yeah. yeah. 18 inches across. Yeah. I've seen, yeah I've oh, that, that is about the size of two And thus, the score remains 0-0. Zero, zero. All right. Mr. Baron Watt, you've already chosen Native American. You can have science, sports, history, or pop culture. Science. All right. For science question. <laughs> Shoot what, <clears throat> what is the nearest planet to the sun? <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> what is it again, man? I forgot, dog. How is it again? How's it going? I know Earth is third. I will tell you this much: you went like the exact opposite way on that one. Uh, I know, like Neptune. Even <laughs> further, Venus, Mars, Venus. Uh, no. What is Venus? What How is does Venus? it go again? Ven. Uh, 
It is Mercury. Mercury. Oh, man. Phoenix Mercury. But uh, I mean, I believe in flat earth, so I've let all that information go. It's <laughs> 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 flat, man. We live in a snow globe. What? It's just us. No, like we we're, we're, we're not what? good, we we're not good at any game. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, and man, then, yeah, we're terrible. Like four zero, four, four zero, questions zero. deep, and we're still... <laughs> zero, zero. Zero, zero. Deadlock at zero. <laughs> Down to the wire. <laughs> Last point wins. Hour <laughs> into it. It's intense. We might have to go into sudden death. Oh, yeah. I'm like All playing right. one of those games of 21 and ends up being like an hour long. Yeah. Nobody's good. <laughs> <laughs> You get to uh, 20 and then go back to 11. Yeah. <laughs> Keep missing that. Refill. All right. Mo hugs. Yeah. What is your. Uh, can you read off the categories again, you shooter? Got pop culture. You got history. I'll take pop culture for 500 shooter. $500. Okay. Pop culture. Yeah. Snoop Dogg holds the record for the most nominations for a Grammy without winning. How many times has he been nominated? Six. What is six, shooter? Uh, ah. Oh. <laughs> yes, you, you, the gentleman ten, over there. Ten. Ten. No, add those two together. Plus one, 17 Six, times. What? And he's never won a Grammy. And he's never, well, oh, wow. according up to this point, I guess. S N O G Snug. <laughs> snug. <laughs> right, I caught that like way later. And you even snug. said it, and I didn't catch it either. Like, no, I, okay. right I, like, I, think, I think at this point we might just want to, you know, first one to one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're sorry, we're terrible, Andy. Yo, what, what uh, category? Um, I think you got what is pop the, culture. Pop culture. Okay, what is the title of Taylor Swift's first album? Taylor. <laughs> uh, I have to. I have to give you the buzzer on that one. For the steal. For the steal. Uh, the first Taylor Swift album was Taylor Swift. Whiny. Close. You, you got it now. Yeah, it was Taylor. Swift. It was ta- oh, self-titled Taylor, Taylor Swift. Right. But you only said half the title, so I can't. You know, rules are rules. <laughs> can't right. them, baby. Maybe I can give you like half a point. That's something when we put somebody on the board. <laughs> <laughs> We're at point two five for Mister Baradon. Woo, Pagala! All right, go ahead, Mister. Okay, uh, what categories have I not chosen from? You have not chosen history, and did you choose? He chose a science one, huh? Yeah. Science. I'll do science for five hundred shooter. Okay, let's see what we got for the next science question. What part of the plant conducts photosynthesis? What part of the plant conducts photosynthesis? The stem. Uh, for the oh. steel. <laughs> for the steel. The leaf. I was that we got a right answer. Ooh, he's on the board. Andy Baromock is on the board. I was going to say Leaf, but I said I... <laughs> <laughs> At least somebody's on the board. Okay, Mr. Randy, it is your turn to choose. I believe oh. you have only one left. History. 
Let's and go with history or sports. Let's go with history for 300 there, Shooter. Okay, okay. <laughs> you, said, you said history, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, I can, all I can see is remember he's going like this. <laughs> shoot, pulling out his guns. Shooter. You got the same hairstyle. I know. Hey, I'm going to make it blue. <laughs> like blue, blue. Anyway, history. What great wonder of the ancient world still stands today? The Great Wall of China for 500. Uh, what? Can you repeat the question, Shooter? What great wonder of the ancient world still stands today? What? You going to try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal. Oh, you pointed your finger, so I thought there was more. No. What uh, great can I wonder? use a lifeline? Yes, sir. Would you like to? <laughs> I know which one. I know Great Pyramid of Giza. There it is. The Giza hey, Pyramid. Hey, tied it up. Yeah. Right. Sudden death. <laughs> oh, hey. It is now. The Great, the great Wall of China is from the ancients, too. See, that's why I kind of thought, you know, that's right. But according to this particular quiz, it just had the 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 the, 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 the pyramid of Giza. But then after yeah. I said that, I was like, okay, yeah, the pyramids too, though. Okay, yeah. all right, King, Mr. King Joffrey Josiah over there, on like the board. Movie. What are you going for? Uh, I think you didn't hit history yet. No, I did not. History for five hundred shooter. Okay. Four, five hundred, and yep. one point. Yep. What was the first cash crop in America? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, candy canes. Close. Sugar cane. Close. Candy cane. Sugar cane. <laughs> cash crop in America was cotton. Uh, nope. Oh, I know, um, tobacco. Yeah, it's too uh, that, That's too late. Oh, isn't there a road in Virginia tobacco. called, like, Tobacco Road? Yeah. It's in um, North Carolina, Tobacco Row. Durham, that's where Duke in North Carolina... Carolina. They're like eight miles apart. Yep. Hate each other. Okay, one-to-one. Mr. Randy, your choice. Um, I think you didn't get sports. That's the one you didn't get. Yeah, sports. So, what do you call it? Oh, excuse me. What do you call it when a bowler makes three strikes in a row? A triple strike. I I know. I know. For the win. No, for number two, actually. We're going three. <laughs> oh, we're going in <laughs> I'm going for the win. And it's a turkey. There it is. Oh, that's why the turkey goes. Yeah. Right <laughs> for the win. <laughs> now, now for the win. I believe. No, for two. <laughs> Shut me down. I was out pumped. <laughs> Give me that butter ball, man. I'm out. I won. So, <laughs> so, so, so okay, no, no, you got it. You, you can win it right here. Okay, well, I think what do I got left? I think you're, I think you're good to go on anything now. Anything? Okay. Um, give me pop culture for five hundred shooter. Pop culture. What breed of dog is Scooby Doo? Oh. <laughs> he does the voice too. Okay, Reggie. What breed is Scooby Doo? What is a res dog shooter? I don't know. Nope, he is I'm not. A- he is a Great Dane. No, oh, you're gonna have to get this guy. Huh? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do another one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Great Dane. 
Oh, you tied it up. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You can, you can pick anyone. Uh, pop culture, history, sports, science, Native American. Um, let's go with sports again. Sports. Oh, that's science. You don't. Want, you don't want to do that one. Okay. In what game is love a score? I know tennis. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. It is tied up, ladies and gentlemen, and making a roaring comeback, Mister Randy Bear. Don't walk. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. 2-2. Two, 22. Two. Let's go. You got everything but pulp culture. Uh, okay. Um, let's do science for 500 shooter. Science shooter. <clears throat> what tissues connect the muscles to the bones? O-M-G. Um, what is... Tendons. Ding, 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 ding. We got a winner. What is what? (laughs) Show him what he's won, Show him what he's won. Velma, you have won a... Respect. Round of applause. You won an 18-inch in diameter basketball hoop. (laughs) You've earned, you've won a foot long from <laughs> Subway. Let's see, I, I think I got a, I think I got a, a tendon. What is a tendon? What is a tendon? All right. What'd you guys think? That was good. I mean, I <clears> realized <throat> I, I had to kind of warm up, kind of get in the mode because I was saying like just getting wrong like that first four or five rounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shooting blanks, <laughs> empty barrel, <laughs> empty barrel over here. Sir. Okay, you can turn off the light now. It's, it's, it's turn the lights like down. Adding, adding more, I feel like I'm in a heat room. I know. Okay. It is. It is pretty warm here this evening. Um, was a nice day though. I guess if you're man, my car said it was a hundred degrees today. That's my, what mine said. One hundred two. And I, dang, I got one hundred four. Dang. Man, it was hot, but it felt good, man. Get some heat and everything. Yes, sir. It was all good. It was all good. Um, nice. Thank you, for JC, for the warm up. Um, thank you, Randy, for participating in that. I was trying. That was I, was, I was. I was hoping you I got could. a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, get, you get the runner up. Uh, <laughs> you get a participation paid per, blah, 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 participation trophy. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> yeah. That get cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> lemonade. This is not sponsored cool by Arnold refreshing. Palmer or any lemonade drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should we get into our topic, gents? Let's do that. Let's, let's get out. Let's do this. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. Episode 31. I'm accompanied by your favorite Indian and the pod Gotti. I'm Mo Hugs, not Drugs. And tonight we're going to talk about solutions. Um, <clears throat> and my whole thought behind this whole thing is like during our addiction, um, 
in the throes of our addiction, our solution for everything was to use. Like, man, like you get in an argument, uh, you go get a bottle, go get drunk. Um, <clears throat> feeling happy, go get drunk. Uh, you got your paycheck, go get drunk. You woke up that day, go get drunk. It was just like a solution for everything. And, and it would got to the point where the solution like just became so reliable. It was always there. Like it took on that persona for me, like it, it was somebody, it was a friendship. It was a relationship. And I've shared it on previous episodes where when I, when I was in treatment and I wrote my letter to my addiction, I cried when I read it, I bawled my eyes out. It was a sad occasion. <clears throat> and, I had to find new solutions. I had to like unlearn everything that I had learned up to that point um, that led me to my addiction. Those defeating beliefs, those um, defeating beliefs was huge because um, any time I started doing good, then I just boom, sabotage everything and start going back to my drinking. And so to find those new solutions, such as modulated breathing was very huge early on in my recovery. Uh, when I learned the second time around in treatment, I learned that my anger was a secondary emotion. I never felt anger first. I always felt something else. Uh, the main thing was like fear, fear of getting hurt, fear of whatever. And then I would sw- switch quickly to anger. And I'd just get mad. And a lot of times it was just like internal, just in my head. And I would like, I wouldn't. Um, then I'd just go drink. I was like, all right, effort, efforts. Um, if you ever been in, if you have any, spend any time in the rooms, you, you know what the efforts are. Anything happens and you just say, F it up, we'll get drunk. And so I just wanted to get your guys' perspective and get the conversation rolling about how you guys view um, solutions as far as, you know, in your addiction and then early on in recovery and what are your solutions today? Like, because I know that's always changing. We're being adaptable. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I'd probably start from the addiction standpoint because I was a lot like, I mean, same as you. I any 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 day that ended in Y was a reason to drink. That was my solution. Um, to the point where that solution became a problem, um, and then I didn't realize it. And I and I did the same thing you did too. Um, they had uh, when I was in treatment they had all these different kind of flavors of empty bottles up there and they even had like simulated uh, drugs mm. so I'm sure it was like powder for cocaine or you know like a flour for cocaine or whatever but you go up there and you get your your DOC and then you read that letter that you wrote and I, I, did, I didn't think too much of it at the time yeah I mean, I put a lot into writing that letter, honestly and, mm-hmm. and thoroughly. But when I like when I went up there and I did that same thing, man, I did the same. I had the same reaction. I broke down and I I couldn't believe how impactful that was. Like it was like losing a friend. Yep. Like somebody that was there, and then you're saying goodbye. And um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I was I was the same way, um, and for me the that solution always goes back to not wanting to feel, not wanting to think, not wanting to have, you know, uh, to experience that low self-worth, low self-esteem, 
because of shame, because of, you know, guilt, because of, you know, all these negative feelings that, that I was experiencing going through my addiction, you know, it's, 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 it's so weird. It's such, you know, like I always use that word paradox, like I drank to feel good, but I ended up feeling worse, Mm -hmm. you know, or I drank to, um, be more sociable and ended up isolating or I drank to be more friendly and I became an asshole. Yep. You know what I mean? So it, it's just, it's that, you know, <laughs> going back to the cliches, that cunning, baffling, and powerful. Yep. And and that's, I, I think at, at, at a point, there, I mean, there was a point for me that I, it wasn't even so much a solution as like, this is just what I do. Like, this is just what I'm going to do. And I just already, you know, had already known that from the moment I woke up in the morning till, you know, I was, and the crazy thing about that too is like a lot of times I would go out of my way to try to, to get alcohol. And then once I got it, I was already thinking, okay, when this is gone, how am I going to do it again? Yep. So, I mean, it it was just like my whole life was wrapped up and wrapped around that. And it was just, it was horrible. I mean, I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. And so ultimately that, you know, in hindsight, in the, in the, in the moment when you're in the middle of the water, it's hard to, you know, really see how deep you're in it. Yep. But now looking back, then I realized, man, that was, it was a terrible thing because it, it wasn't a solution. It wasn't an answer to a problem. It was basically me thinking that, I could alleviate these things for a very, very, very temporary time only to come back and then, you know, they're right there the next day. Yep. So, I mean, that, that was like from the beginning, like, like in my use. Yep. As far as solutions or that solution. Yep. <laughs> Technical difficulties there, sirs. It's all good. But that, I mean, I don't want to repeat anything that you guys said because everything, the reason why, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about that today, and I'm like, I don't ever think I really, I think I drank and I, and I used because I wasn't really trying to solve the problem. Yeah. Like, you you were saying that, and you also said that, too, though. Like, you wanted to forget about things. Yeah. But I kind of started, like, just wanting to see what I could get away with, seeing what what was fun about it. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, I'm an in, introvert, and it helped me get out of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. It really kind of gave me the, um, I guess, like, being an introvert, like, I'm okay being by myself. I'm okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, I always get kind of blamed for being stuck up or people would think I'm <laughs> stuck up. You know what I mean? Because I don't speak a lot when I meet you. And it's not that I'm shy. It's just like I'm socially awkward. But when I drink, that kind of gave me the confidence to mm. go and engage in conversation. Yep. Um, but I started it, like, just wanting to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it was all, 
let's spice up the night, you know? Yeah. Kind of let's spice it up. Let's spice up our life a little bit. But then you go along and, and you run into problems. Life happens and you just continue continue to consume. And, and pretty soon you finally get to this point where the cure is the cause. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a hangover, you're coming down, but it what you need more of is the thing that actually caused it. Exactly. And before I knew it, it became a problem. Yeah. So I think for me, I was running from responsibility. I was running from what I knew I had to do. I had this image in my head of what I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And not really looking at who I really was. Yeah. Like running away from who I was, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really got too much else other than really just running from my problems. Yeah, true that. And <clears throat> I think for me, like what really helped, I touched on it earlier when I was kind of opened up in the main topic here, that <clears throat> um, once I realized that I can, once I, if I get angry, uh, then I can hit pause and I can just step back for a sec and see like, okay, what am I really feeling here? I'm fair. I'm scared. Or this person said this hurt my feelings and now I'm mad about it. Uh, cause like I said, I never, nobody feels anger first. Um, we always feel something else first. So I was like, okay, I can hit pause. I can hit timeout. And I've said previously, you know, I got, un- I, I got unlimited timeouts throughout the whole day. I can call timeout at any time, regroup, draw up a new play, and then go back out. And so if I'm able to identify what I'm really feeling, whether that be fear, irritation, disgust, um, hurt feelings, or physically hurt, if I'm able to identify that and then deal with that emotion um, in a healthy way, journaling, going and telling somebody about it, or going to a meeting and venting, if I'm able to do that, then I don't have to get angry. Or even if I do get angry, I can take a step back and deal with what I'm really feeling. And when I learned that, I was just like, boom. Man, I was just like mind blown. I was like, that's what's going on. That's what I do. I think I get mad, but there's like, I'm actually feeling something else. And I can go deal with what I'm really feeling and then move forward. That was huge to me. And that's where that modulated breathing came in. So if I ever feel myself starting to get anxious, even today, or if I get angry, man, I'll just hit, I'll just take myself out of that situation, go sit down or just stand still. And I'll do modulated breathing, you know, breathe in for two seconds, hold it for one second, and then let it all out for four. And I do that for like a minute and I can already feel my heart rate going down. I can feel myself chilling out. And I can just be like, okay, what's really going on here? That little old lady over there said this to me, and it hurt my feelings, so I'm going to get mad. Um, And then when I say that out loud, it's it's funny. It's funny, you know? Someone said something, and it hurt my feelings, so I'm going to get mad. That's, as a man, as a grown man, then that, it sounds silly. It sounds foolish. I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to deal with these, my hurt feelings here, and move forward and let that person go. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so foolish, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when I first learned that, man, I was like I said it was just so mind-blowing. I was just like, man, I lived 32 years of my life like that. 
let people get under my skin. And then I was mouthing off. And occasionally there was a fight, actual physical fight. That was more younger years, you know, growing up. <clears throat> but, yeah, just that modulated breathing and identifying what I'm really feeling, um, so huge. It saved me. Like, I would not be sitting here, you know, if there's a teaching in Wabriety, it says when the student is ready, the teacher will, will appear. And I just thank the Creator God. All glory and praise goes to Creator God. It's true in the Kazush. And because... I would not be sitting here if Creator God didn't bring these people into my life and teach me these things. Mm. And I wouldn't if. And on my side, being open to learning, because like when I got to recovery, I was like, I just want to be a sponge and absorb as much as I can. And I got into it like six months. I think it was six. No, sixty days, ninety days, right on there, with my initial sponsor. Um, <clears throat> he was an older gentleman. And we got into this argument because um, I was getting a tattoo and I didn't show up to the 6.30 a.m. meeting that we usually go to. But I told him I was getting a tattoo anyway. He didn't respond to me for a week. And then I, and we got into it and I fired him. And then he, he like got up in my face. Or not really got up in my face. It was on the phone. I just imagined him up in my face. But he was like, what do you know? He's like, oh, you got it 60 days. I have 12 years. And I was just like. Okay, 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 mother effer, I'll show you. Hmm. I'm going to become an expert on this. And that was like, man, that fueled me. Just that, just what he said. Like, what do you know, dirty Indian? You don't know jack shit. I got 12 years of recovery is what I heard. All you got is 60 days. You all just get 60 days all the time and then go back out. That's what I heard. Dang. And then I was just like, oh, okay, all right, I'll show you. I'll show you. And I don't know, I haven't, <laughs> ever since that time, I haven't ran into this guy or anything anywhere. So, is he still? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of looked into it um, a little bit, but um, he doesn't go to that meeting anymore that we used to go to. But he's probably, he's probably keeping an eye out. Like, this guy's going to fail. So, eat your heart out. I'll keep your name anonymous because anonymity. <laughs> I think like I learned a lot from like you two as far as solutions, but like I was kind of reminded of, of things today and and not to act like I'm super spiritual or anything, but I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. oh, holy guy. No, but, but um, it's been kind of like a rough week for me mentally mm. and that was one of the things because I was feeling all kinds of stuff. I was feeling anger. I was feeling like unworthy. Mm. You know, like I was feeling like not satisfied. Yeah. And not like that I'm I'm just not satisfied with where I was, you know? Yeah. Mentally and, and man, it's been it's been tough, but like listening you to you tonight talking about <clears throat> like modulated breathing and and doing these exercises, like, I was reminded of that this morning. Like I said, not trying to be super spiritual about everything because um, there are a lot of practical steps. But, like, one of the practical steps that I took today was, like, I just left the office, mm. and I went by myself. And I spent, because I really wasn't in a good mood, you know? Yeah. And I didn't want to project my anger on anybody else. I was kind of short. I was, 
you know, um, I just really wasn't feeling 100%. But um, I got away by myself, and I just started praying. I listened to music, and I started praying, and I'm like, God, like, what's up with me? Mm. Because one of the things that I learned is like, okay, if I'm having a problem here, and I go over here, and I got a problem there, I go over here, and I got a problem over here. <laughs> yeah. Then the common denominator isn't them; it's me. <laughs> yeah. So show me what's up with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that's like one of the biggest things in my walk is to be like, I never think that I'm better than anybody because, mm-hmm. like, that's what like that's kind of something that I try to break. Yeah. You know, as far as like church folks and oh yeah. Try to let that stereotype down. Yeah, like I yeah. never try to, you know, be high, on my high horse. <laughs> be a gala. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's always like always wanting to share my, not wanting to, but realizing that in order to keep it real, we have to be transparent. Ooh. That doesn't mean that I have to tell everybody else, but what I'm saying is like being as transparent as possible. Like, Yeah, with your accountability people. Hey, this is where I was. This is where I'm at. I still struggle with these things. I don't have it all together. Mm-hmm. And there's there's time like today, man. Like I said, like I went and prayed, and and dude, I don't think I went back into the office until about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. and I was out there, you know, right away at eight. Mm-hmm. But it took a while, and where I think like previously, before I became sober, that would have been in, that would I would have said, man, you know what? I got PTO, man. I'm gonna go get high. I'm gonna go get drunk, and then mm. that would. Like, that's how it's solved the problem yeah. and just not face it until go use until I have to be back at work again and then come back and be like, and realize the problem's still there and I never dealt with it. Mm. So as I began to pray today, I'm like, man, like, yeah, I just started listening to happy music. Yeah. At first I started listening listen to, because um, sometimes, like, I get tired of words. Mm. Like, I really love silence. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we were kicking it together and we weren't talking, like, and we we're just chilling, like, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Um. So sometimes, like, well, like today, like I said, I get tired of, of words, so I just drew on an instrumental, and it was a piano, and I just kind of felt it. Mm. You know, I allowed myself to feel it. Mm. There's a part when I, you know, I, I felt like crying today. And I tried to go in our break room, and my coworker was in the break room on the phone, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> and in my prayer, I'm like, God, like, but you know, like, there's a place in prayer where it's like, man, your tears speak for you. And that's where I was today. Mm. Because I was frustrated, and I don't know why. Mm. I didn't know why. Well, But I allowed myself to feel what I was feeling. But then as I began to pray and worship, mm. like, I realized, like, man, like, it'll get better. Yes, sir. And then once that heaviness, like, lifted, mm-hmm. then I was able to go back to the office. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I never wanted to project or didn't want to have a blow-up or, or didn't want to, you know, speak down on nobody or cut anybody down. And, but trying to keep the peace, you know, in the relationship. Yep. So I, th- I think, like, that's one of my solutions to the problems. I'm not saying I'm always successful, but it's something that I'm actively working on. Right on. <clears throat> and I, I've, I've said this before in past episodes that I'm, I'm an absolute believer in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, there's, 
you don't ever have to apologize to me or, you know, oh, I'm not trying to act too spiritual, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, what you're doing is working for you. Yeah. And when you speak, yes, your, when you speak your truth, <clears throat> those words might affect somebody else and say, well, yeah. maybe I can do that too. Yep. I'll try. I mean, maybe, you know, like JC's way, I can't do that. But Randy's way, I could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And you're a human being. Yeah. First and foremost, you are a human being. Yes, you are trying to attain goals that pertain to a very spiritual side of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's great. That, I mean, you know, there's can't say nothing bad about that. But yeah. at the same time, you know, you don't have, oh, we don't, I don't, I don't hold you to like some sort of holier than thou standard. And like, well, oh, you just spit on the sidewalk. You're not supposed to do that. Christians don't you, do you that. Call yourself, <laughs> you call yourself a man of the cloth. Hey, yeah. You know what I mean? But you get the. You, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I understand. I understand. Like, I, I absolutely understand because, I mean, I, I, I'm a bit in the same way. Like, you know, having been uh, walking the red road for as long as I have <clears throat> and then, you know, working on myself on a daily basis and then. I, I do that to myself. I hold, I mean, I am so hard on myself. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll like, man, I, I blew up at my friend today or mm. I reacted in a negative way or I'm carrying this around. And why am I doing that? I know better than that. And, you know, you know, I shouldn't be doing, you know, like I negative really, yeah, I, I just really hammer on myself like that. Mm. But, um, I do the same thing. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, I, standing there working and I'll just, you know, start praying. I'm like, hey, I don't know what, like you said, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know where this started. I don't know how, but I don't, but you do. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I'm talking to my higher power saying, you know what's going on. You know me better than I know me. Mm-hmm. And you know how the enemy attacks me. Yeah. You know that the enemy knows my weak spots. And that's to me, that's what it is. Yeah. To me, that's a spiritual battle. Like, hey, if I'm in a negative mood and then all of a sudden I'm getting snappy at Josiah, and he's like, where did that come from, <laughs> <laughs> This guy acting bad. Dude, I thought you guys were holy. You're listening to the DMX. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, like, like, I mean, the enemy just knows where my weak spots are at. Yeah. And if I allow that to happen, like, okay, here's my buttons. Go ahead and push away. Mm. My history has plenty of evidence to show that I... I am susceptible to that mm. and I will go out and I will try to run from that. I will try to hide from that. But like you mm. said, no matter where you, no matter where I go, there I am. Mm, yep. So ultimately all I have to do, all I have is me and that's all I can work about, work on, you know, hence the term, uh, clean your own side of the street. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I, I get all that. Um, and then for me, like you know, earlier on, early on, uh, the things that started coming to me, they were like, I told you guys before, like in the form of books and stuff. Yeah. And one of them had like, um, you know, like you said, modulated breathing. Another one, this oh, same book had uh, meditation, uh, how to, you know, start out on meditation, even mm. yoga. So I was trying out yoga. And after that, man, like kind of like the same motivation that he had, like, like I want to know, what makes me tick? Like, what's mm. going on on a deeper level? Because I've been to treatment. 
Mm. I've been to the counseling sessions. I've mm-hmm. been to the therapist. I've been yep. to all that. I had all that information. I've been to criminal thinking classes, and I've had all, I have all that information. Yep. But knowing and not doing is just like not knowing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as not knowing. And so now I wanted to start doing, and then I started studying everything, like from biology to uh, nutrition. You know, um, the the effects on the body, the mind, neuroscience, everything. I just, every, like I, like a sponge, like he said, the words. It's hard not to, you know, repeat each other because yeah. all of our stories are so similar. They're mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that that's how I was. And then I started, you know, just taking all this stuff in, and then I was actually taking that, that, that the step I probably wasn't taking before, and that is, like, okay, I read how... I just watched this eight-hour course on meditation. So what am I going to do with that? Duh, I'm going to go try it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or I just now learned uh, the proper, you know, because they say that we're not even breathing right. Not Forget modulated breathing for now. Just the way we breathe, you know, <laughs> we breathe from the chest. Now we're supposed to breathe from down here. Your tummy. From your tummy. So, kind of so if, if, if if you oh, think of it this way, look, um, if if you breathe in and you go up, your body goes up. You're doing it wrong. If you breathe in, take a deep breath, and you're going out, that's the right way to do it. Mm. it it's all physics. I mean, the way the the mind body connection is, it's crazy because some of the things that I've started, you know, um, picking up on. And then if I had to be in like these therapy groups and these criminal thinking and these drug and alcohol classes, then I'm going to start, you know, asking this person who's uh, facilitating, you know, the, the expert, if you will. Yeah. So like, okay, well, what does that mean? And I, and I really had some great conversations with a doctor of psychology, and I probably mentioned this before, but, and that woman was like a Jedi. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, wow, she just, the things that she said were so profound and like mm-hmm. that's me that's exactly what i did that's exactly how i thought of it that's weird yeah, exactly and so, yeah and i yeah i'm just sitting here taking it all in man and you guys are like just i'm just like testify i got my hands in the air you guys are talking about the goodness of the, Lord, <laughs> the goodness of the solutions um so yeah man that's it's so powerful that and like all three of us we've been to like multiple treatment facilities, multiple counselors and whatever. But it wasn't until we implemented what we knew and actively sought out these new solutions. Like Randy was talking about, you know, just sitting with your emotions. We would never do that before. We'd always be like, F it. Ah, run away. You know, and I always did that. So today I sit with my emotions, whatever it is, good, bad, and different. Cause it's a beautiful thing. I'm like, I get to feel my feelings now. Even if it's like terrible sorrow or grief or, like hurt feelings because that old lady said this to me. Um, <laughs> I Show said me. What, I said with those. <laughs> I said with those. It's a beautiful thing. Like, oh, I'm feeling my feelings. It's great. And then I'll pray when I'm tired of feeling them and then I'll give them to, you know, about it down. Here, this is yours now. I don't want to feel this anymore. And I'll just keep doing that because it ultimately it comes right back and you start thinking about it and start feeling it. So, yeah, man, it's just so powerful that it's a powerful move that once we start implementing what we know up here to our everyday life, and I think that's what 
a lot of people fail to do, and a lot of, that's why a lot of people go back out and relapse. Um, and on the relapse note too, like you relapse way before you use. <laughs> Using is not relapse. The way you're thinking, the way you're acting, if you fall back into that stinking thinking, criminal behavior, manipulating, that's relapse. You relapse way before you actually use. And that was like another, you know, mind blower for me. So if I find myself, you know, starting to try to manipulate and stuff, and I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, pump the brakes, homie. Slow down, homie. That's crazy because I think that even goes for like, you know, like we talk about like being delivered and and backsliding and and things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's... uh, and I taught on it last night, but there was this verse. It was a secondary verse that I was using to support the, the original uh, thing, but it was saying, John 5 and 24, he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes, but the reason, like, why I was saying that is, like, these are present participles, which means they are ongoing action. Mm-hmm. Like, to hear and to believe, it shows ongoing action. Like, it's something that you have to continually do. Just like choosing sobriety every day, it's ongoing. It, it, today you chose to be sober. Today you chose to deal with your solutions rather than focus on the problems. And because you chose that, your sobriety was maintained. Like it, it has to be maintained, you know? Um, but it's actions that must continue to hear in biblical terms suggest listening and responding. It means putting into practice what you learn. So it's like, man, when if we know these things and we never put them into practice, then we're we're dead meat. Knowing and not doing is the same <laughs> yeah, as not like, knowing. Man, like, yep. It's like you might as well not even have that information because exactly. all it's doing is taking up space in your brain. Word. You know, and, and and that's one of the things that really gets grinds my gears too, especially like when I'm helping people be sober, like what wanting to be there to be for people. Yep. And it's like, no, homie, you gotta do like continually like I can't do it for you. You have to choose to do it every day. Yeah. You know, like even for myself, like I realize like nobody can do it for me. I have to choose my sobriety today. Exactly. Not even for, but rent number due. one. Yeah. Like it- if I don't take care of myself and take care of what I'm got to deal with, yep. then I'm no use for anybody else. Yep. But it's something that you do every day. It's like cutting the lawn. You know, mm. you, you cut the lawn and it's hard at first. But once you got a schedule and you continue to go, man, it's easier. It's like clockwork. Yep. Okay, this okay. It's Thursday. I gotta mow my lawn today. Yeah. What boom, took boom, you? Boom. Yeah. What took you hour, two hours before? It's only gonna take you about twenty minutes. Yep. Why? Because you already mowed it. Like you already took care of it. And this is just maintenance. Yep. So exactly. I mean, and I, <clears throat> I think uh, another area that a lot of people when they relapse where they they make an error is that they want they want to do they want to have it easy you know what i mean like they want to have they want to do something but they want to do it the easy way yes sir so in other words like okay i'll do anything for my sobriety mm-hmm. but i won't do that no i won't I, do I, I don't, that i don't want to do that or how come i have to do that yeah or, and and that's like the person they're still want to be in control. They Can't still want to run the show. Yeah, they still want to run the show. And so, 
Okay, okay. good. I'm sorry, but it's it, too hard. Yeah, but and then, <laughs> and I'll and I'll be the first one to tell you that it it's not easy. Sometimes there are times when it is hard, but not all the time. Like you said, maybe the first time you cut that big old jungle of a lawn, it was tough because it was all overgrown and ugly and stuff, and you had to. Yeah, really like, work at it. You had well, to get the trash out. You had to, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, you had well, to get the rocks out of there so you're not to get the needles out of there. <laughs> you're basically cleaning and you're mowing at the same time. Yep. So you're, you're decluttering it. Yep. And then the Kinda next like time you go through, it's riding. easy. You already know I ain't got to worry about no rocks, no sticks, no nothing. I got rid of all that. I just kind of trim it up a little bit. Good to go. And even if it does go in there, you can pick it up and throw it away. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, to to try to... I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, you can't half-ass it. Yep. Yep. There's just no other way around it. You, you got a full-ass it. You got a full-ass. <laughs> <laughs> Full-on ass. <laughs> but, but I, I, I mean. Somebody listens to this right just at that point. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Listen to this one from the beginning. But that's kind of like what I'm saying. Like, man, even early on in Sprite, like, the reason why I failed so many times. Yeah. Was because I would allow these difficulties in life to make me stumble. Yeah. Like I would allow them to make me stumble. And, and where is it like, I, I said it before, like I didn't let nothing stop me from my drunk arm high. Exactly. Like, dog, if the car ran out of gas, you know what I was doing? Walking. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like crying around. I'm like, dog, let's walk. Somebody will see us. Yep. Got a phone. Let's try to find a ride on the way over there. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, nothing stopped me. Like, I remember one time my homie was way on the West End on 24th, and I lived over here on 24th. Yeah. And the halfway point was that first interstate, our first national pond on Grand over there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I remember clear as day, dude, it was like 100 and something outside. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, middle of summer. Yeah. We both didn't have no money. But what we both did was we went and got DVDs in each of our houses, and we walked all the way to First National Pond. Met up. Met up, got 20 bucks, and got a couple bottles. (laughs) Like, dog, in the middle of summer, you know what I mean? Like, that was the type of hunger that we had. Yep, exactly, and you got to put that towards recovery. And then, like, when it came to recovery, it's like, you know, somebody hurt my feelings or... They Somebody. don't believe in me. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? How come like, they don't believe in me? Not feeling like I had their support. <laughs> and it's like, man, you know what? I'm just going to go throw this all the way. I'm going to yep. leave. Screw this. Nobody believes in me anyway. Nobody loves me. Yeah. It's like that meme. <laughs> like, I always laugh at those uncle memes online. But, <laughs> you know, there's like like this res gangster. and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's funny, but. <laughs> bring it next time. Bring it next yeah, time. Yeah, I'll bring it. You're gonna have like, to now. He's like forty <clears throat> something years old, still a res gangster, and you know he's crying around about stuff. But oh yeah, it's on mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was good, man. Um, and I'm continually finding new solutions. You know. Yeah. Um, like just like you said, silence. That's a big one now. Like, I was just in the mornings, I'm finding myself, like, not, turn, not turning on anything and just driving to work. Man, isn't that peaceful? Yeah. Just hearing, you know, traffic and just, like, chilling, you know? Like, chilling. You know what you got to do for the day and just. Yeah. Like, all right, today's going to be a good one. And you hear the birds chirping and stuff. Yeah. And 
Yeah, that's, I, I love mornings. That's that's how I get like when I'm out there on that golf course because like there's oh, there's yeah, no shooter no, here. There's noises around you. You know, cars are going by. Every once in a while, oh man, I hate those guys that go by when you're just teeing up and then they honk their horn. Far. <laughs> 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 they start laughing and, <laughs> then, and you sing, "Hey, I bet you think you're funny, huh?" <laughs> No, but but you know, but I'm walking in there, and that's that's what it is. It's just there's nothing else. I don't yeah, it's out there, and yeah, like, and I can, I can think about yeah. things or contemplate things. Or don't even don't even have to think at all. Sometimes, yeah, strolling along, playing golf, enjoying God's yeah. creation. Yeah, because golf courses are beautiful too. Yeah, oh, man, they're nice and green. So, any closing thoughts on solutions? Well, my I mean, my closing thought. I mean, there are there. Are, I only touched. I know we all did. We only touched on probably just a couple that we yeah. have in our arsenal. Yep. But I think you know it's important to always have, like I said, a bunch, like a lot. Yeah. Because you know sometimes I might I might want not yeah yeah. Sometimes I might not want to go golfing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, or maybe it's raining. Yeah. And like that's not an option. Yeah. So. You know, what else can I do? Oh, I can pick up my guitar and pick and pluck and pretend I'm Johnny Cash or whatever. Mm-hmm. Went from Shooter McGavin to the Man in Black. Yeah. Sure. Else? But, but, I mean, it's important to have more than one option, more than one solution. More. I shot a man in Reno. More tools in your toolbox. Yeah, and tools in your toolbox. Ra- I'd rather have a tool and not need it than need a tool and not have it. Exactly. Yep. And then also, I don't know which one of you guys said it earlier, to keep an open mind. That way you can develop more. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having more good stuff in your life, right? Exactly. And, like, early on, like, or even now, you know, meetings, talking circles, AA meetings. Yep. Those are a huge solution for me. Like, if I find myself, like, okay, I'm not getting anywhere journaling about this. I'm not getting anywhere praying about this. I'll just go to a meeting. Yeah. And get that fellowship and just hear other people's experience, strength, and hope. And just be like, ah, I'm not alone. And, you know, these these fools in here, these fools, it's are exactly you, like me. You don't even yep. have to say anything. You know, you can just like feed off of their energy. Yeah. And there's always, like I said, going there with sim- looking for the similarities. And there's, you, know, I always get something. Yeah. Even it's like just one thing. So, Randy, you got any closing thoughts on solutions? No, I think we covered. For the most part, because if we talk about something else, we'll be here for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. But. Okay. Well, that was good. And, you know, as always, we will touch on solutions again. And throughout every episode, I think we always talk about solutions. But I just kind of want to dedicate this episode 31 to solutions. And so we'll move on to our speak on it. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that B? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right, all right, all right. Or we're continuing our series on the QPR suicide prevention tonight. We, I just wanted us to go. An overview of what we went through the past three weeks, you know, the questioning, the persuading, and the referring. Um, and I guess I'll start out first, like, 
like before I even started this position, this was not on my radar. Like I mentioned that in previous episodes. So to be kind of engulfed in this world now of suicide prevention, um, this QPR is so crucial. Um, just to know it, like we talked about our solutions and our main topic, like it's just another tool to have. Um, I don't, I've, I don't think I'll ever utilize it, but I may come to a point where I, I come across somebody that's, you know, having suicidal ideation or having a plan and I'll know what to do. Just like CPR and first aid. You know, I'm always keeping up on that every two years. I get my certification uh, for that just to know what's going on. And I've never planned to use my CPR and first aid, but I've had to use it. Um, I remember the last time I utilized it was in the parking lot at Walmart. This elderly man fell and the wife was kind of starting to get hysterical. And we were about to like I was backing up from my parking spot and they fell. I was like, oh, I better go help him. I jumped off and like. I just, my CPR first aid stuff, I mean, my first aid stuff, like, kicked in. You okay? And I um, I stay up on my um, concussion training, too, because I coach youth sports. So I was able to, like, you know, you use those, use that questioning and just be making sure this guy was okay and he was totally fine. Just helped him up, helped him to his car, and then I left. And um, they thanked me and everything. Um, but I I'd never planned to use that, but I had it in my arsenal, and when I, a situation came up, that training just kicked in. And so just like that, um, it's good to have this QPR in your belt, in your toolbox. And, yeah, and that's the thing, too. I mean, now that I – because before, I, I mean, the, 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 the subject of suicide is something that I thought about because I've had friends and – well, friends who have completed, is that what they say, completed? Yep. So I had friends that completed it, and so, you know, it's always kind of been one of those things that I thought about. Um, But I, if you would have said QPR, I would have thought that was like some sort of a public radio station or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I mean, I would have never known anything about that. CPR, yeah, Heimlich maneuver, yeah, first aid, yeah, you hear about those things, but QPR, I never heard that until you, mm. uh, meant, or you, you're the ones that that told me about it. Yeah, and so now knowing what I know, I mean, I would hate it if somewhere down the road, God forbid, an incident happened, and that was the reason why I couldn't help. Yeah. Is because I didn't have this information. Yeah. So, you know, um, Randy says, said it before, you know, I'd rather, it's better to have a gun and not need it than need a gun and not have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, that's yeah. a wrong word to use, I guess. I'm sorry, but. No, I, that, I get it. Uh, <laughs> We're in Montana. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I that's that's what he says on um, True Romance. And, anyway. Okay. So yeah, it's better to have that tool and not need it. <laughs> need that tool and not have it. How about this? It's better to have a jack in your trunk and not need it than be stuck out in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, oh man, I got everything but a jack. Jack who? I, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Jack in the box. <laughs> it's better to have the pills and not need them than need the pills. And not, I'm just kidding, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I, ba- I backtracked myself out of that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, the, now I think it would just so. 
to anybody out there listening, please just familiar familiarize, make yourself familiar with this stuff <laughs> because I mean, you never know. And like I said, it might not be you or your loved one. Maybe it was your neighbors. Maybe it's like Josiah said, you know, he didn't expect to ever use first aid or, um, you know, that kind of thing. But then there was a stranger, somebody he didn't even know, and he was able to help them. So, I mean, I, for one, would think it would be terrible to, you know, that, that this would be, that, that would be the reason why I couldn't help save somebody's life. Yep. So. And man, I'm, I'm really along those lines too, because one thing that we see is, is like suicide is all too real. Yeah. It, it happens so much more than it used to. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, you know, you kind of heard about it, but you never really knew it. But I'm pretty sure now, I know at least for myself, like we we know people personally that have done, um, and especially with the younger generation coming up, like my heart is for the younger generation, and they don't realize that a lot of times the solution that they're seeking is permanent, and what they're going through is temporary. Mm. Um. And also for myself, like, being in that aspect, like, I'm so glad I didn't shoot myself a few years ago. Like, I'm so glad I didn't do that because I wouldn't be around today, you know? Exactly. Um, but back then I, I had a, I, my sister, like, she kept me on the phone and, and she continued to talk to me and not knowing that she was also texting her husband to come and see me. Oh, yeah. Because she knew something was wrong. I didn't tell her that I was going to kill myself. Yeah. But she, like, kept talking to me and kept talking to me all of a sudden, man, at, like, 8, like, 8.05. Yeah. There's a knock at my door, and I'm like, dang, like, in the morning, you know? Yeah. I wanted to open up the door, and it was my brother-in-law. Yeah. He's like, come on, man. I'm like, I let him in. Mm-hmm. He's like, give it to me. Yeah. And we kind of talked, man. I g- gave me a hug, and I cried, and I gave him the gun. Mm-hmm. Took me to the mall, and we walked around. But <clears throat> when I look back at that now, like, I don't think they were trained in the QPR type oh, thing. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now when I look back, I'm like, okay, if I was ever in a similar situation, then it's imperative that I have this mm-hmm. in my toolbox. Yes, sir. Um, so even when we, especially now with like working with the youth and, and working with people that are, you know, that aren't in the clearest mind state, it, it is. It's vital yep. to be knowledgeable in this area. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable, but it's something that has to be confronted. I would rather confront it head on yep. than try to sweep it under the rug, just like you said, and then come to find out the person completes it. Mm. Um, like I don't think I could live with myself. Mm-hmm. I sure. don't think, you know, it, it would be, it would definitely be hard to get over because I know how I feel when somebody that I mentor back, like, <laughs> goes back to what Easy. they're, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it hurts. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's one of the things I always tell people too. Like, man, that might be your last time, but be careful. Yep. And so. wherever your community is, you know, especially if you're in the States, there's probably a QPR training. Um, yes. That you could, they're free. Um, and I think all of us, all three of us will probably do the next one that we're offering. And, you know, it's just a 90 minute training and it's basically kind of what we covered here, but kind of more in depth on some things. But 
Um, yeah, the question persuade refer, you know, I'm glad I got that in my toolbox now. And thank you for sharing that story, Randy. You know, that's, it's a, it's a tough place to be. And I, I've been there myself, you know, thinking about suicide, wanting death, but not w- willing to pull the trigger, but willing to drink a half a G every day. Yeah. Knowing where that was going to go, you know, so, uh, I've definitely been there, um, you know, that hopelessness and. Just like, ah, uh, F it. Nobody cares. You know, throwing that pity party. I know that's what I did. You know, I'm just like, lost all hope. And that's a terrible place to be. And so if we're able to help anybody, you know, with the QPR, or even just like that, you know, kind of putting the humanity back into it and going and meeting the person where they are and taking them out of that situation and, you know, just loving on them. And then... Maybe getting them to go get some help, man. That's enough. Definitely. Sure. Yep. It's a heavy topic, and we got two more, uh, what, sessions? Wait, two more speak on it to deal with QPR, and I will end our um, series on that. But shout out to Riverstone, uh, one of our newest sponsors. We're going to do the Lulu. Did they get a neck flap? Neck flaps for <laughs> Riverstone. <laughs> Wow, um, I think this is like a really powerful episode, especially like when you guys are going off, man. Seriously, I was just like that that uh, gif, that elder lady. She stands up and says, "Testify." <laughs> I was over here. I was just your amen corner. <laughs> that uh, that Jim Felix song popped in my head too. Hold on. Like, yeah, I woke up early this morning. My Jesus said to hold on. <laughs> That's the jam, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to sing some Joanne, but, man, she broke my heart. Jeez. Oh, oh, Childhood is a lie. Crazy. <laughs> 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 you know, what I was thinking about all day, and I just got to ask you this because it, just to get it off my chest, but... Yeah. You know, it was a nice day out. Sun was out. Do you think Smurfs get bluer if they stand in the sun too long? Mm, yeah, I've thought about that. They don't show, ever show it on the show, but I would imagine make them a darker, like kind of a okay, navy, well, maybe, all right, all right, maybe, navy blue. <laughs> I was going to say, well, maybe they <laughs> bluer is the wrong word. Maybe they just go from like a popsicle blue to like maybe. Oh, yeah. They probably get duller. <laughs> oh, like... Going from <laughs> royal to like sky blue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you put a pair of clothes outside and it just starts fading. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, them, yeah. Like a tattoo. Yeah. The pigments are yeah. fading out and get too much sun. Because yeah. I figure, you know, if they can turn red, because if they turn red, then they would just be purple. Because red and blue is purple. Yeah. Hmm. That's very interesting. But then what about those other, those evil Smurfs? Remember they're gray? Would they get grayer? No, I think they're just they're stuck like that. Because oh. like if your if your skin is gray, I think you got deeper issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, thank you for letting me get that off my chest. Now yeah, I can no sleep problem. tonight. They, no they, turn, they don't get bluer. They either get duller or they get navy. Well, anyway, enough of the Smurfs thing. 
It's past my bedtime, and the Suns are whooping up on the Lakers right now. Yay, yay. So I'm very happy. I'm going to catch the second half of that game. And I appreciate you, Pod Gotti. I appreciate you, Favorite Indian. And I appreciate you, Mo Hugs Not Drugs. We appreciate you, Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thank you guys for accommodating my schedule today and recording late. Yes, sir. Um, you guys rock. So with that, we'll catch you at episode 32. Um, like I said before in previous episodes, you want us to touch on the subject, you want us to touch on something on current events that's not on our radar, please hit us up on our email or on our Facebook page, message us and just let us know and we will gladly touch on that subject. Yeah, don't be shy. Yep. So all our listeners on Flatter. Don't be shy. Yep. Dry your eye. Here comes... Here comes your mom with those two little guys. <laughs> all right, to all our listeners on Flattered, we love you. We appreciate you. You rock. You make us better. Uh, ho, peace out, citizen. Holla back. Deuces. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.